Praise the Lord today, and this is Pastor Adams, President and Founder of Truth Matters Ministries. Thank God once again for the opportunity to be able to share truth surrounding the Word of God. And we're so delighted that no matter where we have an opportunity to reach you, whether you are uh, in these United States, whether you're one of our partners around the world uh, in Ghana, our partners in Singapore, whether we've reached you in Australia, in Puerto Rico, Germany, New Zealand, Ireland, Canada, and these United States. We're just so delighted to be host in attendance of this very vital ministry of contending for the faith that has once and for all been delivered into the saints according to Jude 3. And today we're going to be uh, delving into a very important aspect of Christian apologetics and the defense of the Christian faith. And we're going to be talking about black Hebrew Israelites or Hebrew Israelites and we're going to be sharing some truths and along with that uh, it's going to be very beneficial for those of you who are involved in apologetic and evangelistic ministry to be able to equip yourselves how you might be able to reach not just Hebrew Israelites but also those who fall within the category of being Jewish throughout the world But before we get into our topic today, we want to just pause and pray. Father, we thank you once again for life. We give your name, praise, and glory that you are the giver of life. You are the author and finisher of our faith. We thank you, Lord, that you are our high priest. We glorify you today because you are Lord. We humble our hearts before you, holy God. We reverence you today. We thank you for your consistency. We thank you for your immutability. We praise you today because, Lord, you're faithful in all that you do. You're righteous altogether. We thank you for your ways that do not change. You said that you are the father of lights in whom there's no variableness, neither shadow of turning. We can stand firm and we can rest because our lives are built upon a rock. And we know that rock is Christ. You bless, Lord, every person who is listening to this podcast today, every Christian that has a desire to see the light of the gospel shine into a dark world, let them be equipped, let them be prepared, let them be fortified, let them be, Lord God, challenged to share their faith to those who are involved in Jewish doctrine or in Judaism and those who are involved in the teachings of the Hebrew Israelites. We thank you today, Lord God. Let someone be touched. Let someone be saved. Your word falls upon good ground. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. And so true were the words that were spoken by Adam Schiff when he was giving final remarks during the infamous Donald Trump impeachment hearings. He said, right matters. Truth matters. And without truth He says we're lost. True are the words of Patrick Fitzgerald, who was the lead prosecuting attorney in the infamous Scooter Libby trial. He said truth is the engine of our country's justice system. And he says without truth, we don't have anything. No wonder when we go into court proceedings and legal proceedings, we put left hands on Bibles and right hands in the air. And we affirm to tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Why? Because truth matters. And today as we get into this topic and study and examination of Hebrew Israelites, 
I'm going to just basically say that black Hebrew Israelites, also known as black Hebrews or African Hebrew Israelites, and also as just generally Hebrew Israelites, are groups that are of people mostly of black African ancestry. They're situated mainly within the United States. And the vast majority of them believe that they are descendants of the ancient Israelites. Black Hebrews adhere to varying degrees of the religious beliefs and practices of mainstream Judaism. And I want those in our listening audience today to parallel the core teachings of black Hebrew Israelites and use those teachings to become more familiar with how you can share your faith with those who are involved in Judaism as well. Black Hebrew Israelites are generally not accepted as Jews by the greatest Jew, by the greater Jewish community. And many black Hebrews consider themselves and not mainstream Jews to be the only authentic descendants of the ancient Israelites. So the truth is many choose to self-identify as Hebrew Israelites or black Hebrews rather than you considering them or calling them Jews. Dozens of black Hebrew groups are founded during the late 19th and 20th centuries. It's important to note that in the mid-1980s, the number of black Hebrews in the United States was between 25,000 to 40,000. In the 1990s, the Alliance of Black Jews estimated that there were 200,000 African-American Jews, including black Hebrews and those recognized as Jews by mainstream Jewish organizations. And if we look at the history of the black Hebrew Israelites, the actual origin of uh, the black Hebrew Israelites stretches back before the Civil War. Back in 1896, there was a sect founded in Kansas by one William Crowdy. Shortly after that, new congregations sprouted in several major cities. And by the 1980s, other sects began to appear. One sect is the infamous Miami-based sect, which was started by Yahweh Ben Yahweh. I'm pretty sure that most of you um, who fall within what you would call the baby boomers or Generation X might be familiar with Yahweh Ben Yahweh, otherwise known by the authorities as Hulan Mitchell Jr. That was his English name. And this sect of Hebrew Israelites will be discussed in greater detail later in this examination. Other sects include the commandment keepers. There's another sect called the law keepers. There's an additional sect known as the House of Judah and another called the African Hebrew Israelites of Jerusalem. It's just a few that we can list during our examination today. Ben Israel, originally named Ben Carter from the south side of Chicago, started a latter sect. It was called the Kingdom of Yahweh back in 1967. Ben Israel impressed upon other blacks that the belief that African-Americans descended from the biblical tribe of Judah. He led others to believe that because of this, Israel was the true land of their birthright. He is said to have received a vision in which an angel Gabriel revealed that the time had come for the biblical Israelites among the African-Americans to return to Israel, which is known as the promised land from their perspective, and then to establish the kingdom of God on earth there in Israel. And as a result, about 350 people from Chicago, along with Ben Israel, they joined to the African country 
Liberia, West Africa on their way to Israel. In 1969, they made it to Israel and set up what they believed to be the foundation of the kingdom of God. We at Truth Matters must say, unfortunately, despite all the promotion of building the kingdom of God and righteousness, the black Hebrew Israelites members in Ben Israel sects were later engaged in gross criminal activity. In 1986, Ben Israel and his aide, Prince Asel Ben Israel, were convicted of trafficking stolen passports and securities, as well as forging checks and savings bonds. While in Israel, Ben Israel's community had a counterpart sect forming in the United States. This sect was being led by Yah Ben Yahweh, and it was called the Nation of Yahweh. Those who followed Yahweh Ben Yahweh viewed him not just as a spiritual leader, but as the promised Messiah. Yahweh Ben Yahweh, or Hulan Mitchell Jr., was born in Oklahoma in 1935. He founded the Nation of Yahweh in 1979. He originally tried uh, tried to base his teachings on twisting Christian doctrine, along with other fallacious teachings. In recent years, the Nation of Yahweh was involved in a large amount of conflict with the people and government of Miami, Florida, where it was actually founded. The Nation of Yahweh is an offshoot of the sect created by Ben Israel. Members of the Nation of Yahweh were convicted in 1990 of doing what? Of conspiring to commit RICO or racketeering influenced corrupt organization statues. They violated that statue. And although they were not found guilty of the RICO charge, Yahweh was sentenced to serving an 18-year sentence for another crime. In conjunction with the negative view of this sect, Yahweh and his followers are referred to as a killer cult, notorious for their violent background. There are many other branches of the black Hebrew Israelites that come from the perverted biblical beliefs and teachings of Ben Israel's misunderstanding of the Holy Scriptures. In spite of many obvious errors in interpreting the Bible, those who practice this religion in any form perceive their history to be exceptionally divine. We at Truth Matters believe it's noteworthy to uh, mention that according to a recent study, the intelligence report of Hebrew Israelites conducted by the Southern Poverty Law Center, they concluded that most followers themselves only use the term Hebrew Israelites, since the movement also includes Latino members. Also, you know, it's important to know that the Latino members are a lesser group and they have a lesser standing because they're not black. Black Hebrews adhere to varying degrees of the religious beliefs and practices of the mainstream Judaism, but are not accepted as Jews by the Jewish community. Many black Hebrews consider themselves, and not only mainstream Jews, but to be the only authentic descendants of ancient Israelites. They, just like those who are members of the nation of Islam, they do not consider Jews to be uh, the original descendants of or Hebrews or descendants of God's people, but they consider the black man to be the true descendant of God's people. Black Hebrews have no central authority and the beliefs and practices of the black Hebrew groups are considerably, thus the designation of camps, 
types of denominations. So you'll hear the term camp. This camp of the black Hebrew Israelites or this camp of black Hebrew Israelites. It's similar to what in the Christian community we might say, okay, this is a denomination of Christianity. Even though it falls up under Christianity, the Baptists have their own uh, emphasis and teachings. Those who are Methodists have their own emphasis and teachings. Those who are Presbyterian have theirs. Those who are Catholic have theirs. Even though they all fall up under Christianity, they are different denominations or camps under Christianity. So likewise, Hebrew Israelites have different denominations or camps. Many of the groups are polygamous, and many have authoritarian leaders among the cult-like characteristics. Black Hebrew Israelite sects include the Stream, the original African Hebrew Israelite nation of Jerusalem, the nation of Yahweh, New York Yahweh, and then we've also already mentioned Black Hebrews. Many of the sects or camps that identify themselves as part of this movement are socially considered racist hate groups. I think that you ought to really, really consider that. There are many groups today in the United States who call themselves the alt-right. There are many people who call themselves the Proud Boys and many uh, militias who fall up under so many different categories and camps. But when you really, really filter it and you sum it up, they're nothing but alt-right or white nationalist groups that foster and advocate hate and white supremacy. Although most Hebrew Israelites are neither explicitly racist nor anti-Semitic and do not advocate violence, there is a rising extremist sector within the Hebrew Israelite movement whose adherents believe that Jews are devilish imposters and who openly condemn whites as evil personified, even stating that white people deserve only death or slavery. Mole clusters of up to a dozen extremist Hebrew Israelite street preachers known as known in the movement as camps have become a common presence in many busy intersections and plazas and public transportation centers in large American cities. You'll find them especially uh, prevalent in Philadelphia, New York, Baltimore, Atlanta, Washington, D.C., as well as Venice, California. The camps are often remarkably aggressive and intimidating. They rail against white devils, mixed relationships, and they call for the death of Jews and gay men and lesbians. So I think it's very important to note that Zakarian ben Yolakwov, a former racist Hebrew Israelite who was active in the movement back in the 1990s, calls the activities of the camps evangelical terrorizing. So what we're going to do for the time that we have left in this podcast today is we're going to go through some of the beliefs of those who call themselves Hebrew Israelites. We're going to be mentioning um, some findings of Vocab Malone, who is a pastor of the Roosevelt Community Church in Phoenix, Arizona. He frequently interacts with black Hebrew Israelites, and he identifies 10 key beliefs that we're going to list now. Number one, Hebrew Israelites believe that modern American minorities, both black and brown, are the true descendants of biblical Israel. Please make note of these. 
Secondly, Hebrew Israelites believe that modern-day Israelites and Europeanized Jews are imposters and are not the real descendants of true Israel. Three, Hebrew Israelites usually hold the King James Version of the Bible as authoritative. Some only hold to the Old Testament and many hold to the Apocrypha as well. Very interesting. And four, Hebrew Israelites believe that the time of the Gentiles means the time of the white Europeans. They believe this time is almost over. America and its allies in Europe or those who are considered white allies will soon be judged by God. Sounds very similar to the nation of Islam, doesn't it? And five, Hebrew Israelites believe salvation is achieved by keeping the law. That strict Sabbath keeping and dietary restrictions and certain physical appearance are important, i.e. beards are good and wearing hats are bad. Six, Hebrew Israelites believe that Jesus was a black man. Seven, many, not all Hebrew Israelites believe that white people can't be saved. Instead, they suggest that they are destined to be servants for African Israelites after the black Messiah returns. We find it interesting that many of these teachings, they are in concert and they correlate with the teachings of black liberation theology. Eight, Hebrew Israelites believe both heaven and hell are merely states of mind. Neither are viewed as metaphysical realities as they are in Orthodox Christianity. And nine, Hebrew Israelites believe you must refer to God as Yah. And when you refer to Jesus, you must call him Yahshua ben Yah. And if you don't say Yah, 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 Yahshua ben Yah, then you're not referring to the Savior who died on Calvary for our sins. And ten, Hebrew Israelites believe that by spreading their message, they are helping to gather the scattered Israelites who do not yet know the truth of their ancestry and their heritage. So, in many ways, the black Hebrew Israelite beliefs are a mirror image of the white supremacist Christian identity religion, which holds that Northern Europeans, not Jews, are God's chosen people. Both of these groups see Jews as the spawn of Satan, and both of the groups accuse Jews of secretly controlling society by Machiavellian string pulling. Tom Metzger, leader of the White Aryan Resistance, has said, Black Hebrew Israelites are the black counterpart of us. We at Truth Matters must say that black Hebrews believe the descendants of American slaves and the indigenous peoples of the Americas make up the 12 tribes of Israel. Wow. I never saw that within chapter and verse. And also black Hebrews, they expect to someday return to Israel, which they call Northeast Africa. And adherents reject black Africans. Why? They're usually seen as traitors because they sold their black brethren into slavery. The origins of the black Hebrews white religion will stretch way back before the 20th century and we've talked to you about 
William Crowdy. He was a founder of a sect in Kansas. And the religion permitted polygamy and other things such, and they forbade birth control and they decreed strict dietary laws similar to Judaism. By World War I, there were congregations in every major city. The racism, paranoia, and the millennialism that they have is very flammable, says Suleiman Young, an expert at the Howard University. They want to take on the entire system, the entire world that they think is evil and against them. The line between reality and imagination doesn't exist for them, according to the Poverty Law Center in the Intelligence Report. The very words cause many people to grin at what appears to be simply a play on words. No one reads about such people in European authored history books, and there are only a few references to Ethiopian Jews and white Jewish sources. Yet black Hebrews have existed since biblical times. In fact, they are the original prototype typical Hebrews. They go, on, they go on to say that their story begins with the patriarch Abraham, who lived 2117 to 1942 B.C. In the, in the native of the Sumerian city of Ur in ancient Mesopotamia. Archaeological discoveries have proven that the earliest inhabitants of southern Mesopotamia were members of the brown race, i.e. the Negroid branch of humanity. Black Hebrew Israelites also go on to suggest it has been confirmed that the ancient Sumerians were akin to the modern black Dravidians of India. The Sumerians also had an affinity with people known as the Elamites, the very first Semitic group mentioned in the Bible according to Gen Genesis 10 and 22. Black Hebrew Israelites suggest that the Elamites were a black-skinned and woolly-haired people as the colorful glazed artwork on the royal palace of the walls of the ancient Persian city of Susa. Clearly show this. Thus Abraham, the native of Samaria and the, and the founding father of the Israelite nation, was also a black man. Black Hebrew Israelites suggest that the black racial origins of the patriarchs is not based on mere conjecture. It is a complete agreement with the picture one gets from examining the identity of the earliest inhabitants of southern Mesopotamia. See, this truth is grossly neglected, suppressed, and distorted in most European and American history texts, according to black Hebrew Israelites. And they suggest that they are flavored with race prejudice. Fortunately, however, there are enough well-authored and highly researched works by black historians that challenge the Eurocentric revisions of history and the correct and various erroneous views regarding the ethnic identity of the Hebrews. And we must say here at this point at Truth Matters that many um, inferences of racism and racial hatred and partiality and white supremacy was overlain and there was an European imaging that was overlaid on scripture and there has been a revisionist uh, presentation of the peoples of Africa, the lands of Africa and the personalities that are outlined in scripture all of these things can be documented Biblical history relates that the descendants of Abraham, namely Jacob, Israel, and his 12 sons and their wives, 70 in all, migrated from Canaan to Egypt around the year 1827 B.C. during their sojourn in Egypt. The children of Israel multiplied from being a family of 70 souls to a nation of over 3 million people at the time of the Exodus, which took place in 1612 B.C. This astounding number of people in a short 
time can only be adequately explained by the intermarriage between the family of Jacob and the native Egyptian populace. It is an established fact that the ancient Egyptians were a black African people. Thus, if the Hebrews were not black before they arrived in Egypt, which is unlikely given Abraham's background, they were definitely black by the time they left Egypt under Moses. This is the position of the black Hebrew Israelites. And one thing that we're going to do before we end our podcast today is we're going to ask you to do your own research. Within the area in which you live, in the region in which you live, no matter if it's in Puerto Rico, if you're in Ghana, if you're in Germany, or no matter where you are, especially in the UK, Canada, and the United States, do a little research and find out how you can communicate and you can interact with those who are involved in the Black Hebrew Israelite movement. We would also say that it would be very beneficial for you to reach out to those in your regions, whether you are in Australia, whether you are in Germany, the Philippines, or New Zealand. Find out which Jewish synagogues are in your area. And make sure that you prepare yourself, equip yourself, that you can present the truth of God's word to those who consider themselves Israelites or God's chosen people or consider themselves Jewish because the marvelous gospel of Jesus Christ must shine bright into their hearts. And if you don't tell them, if you don't reach out to them, who will? In our next episode, we're going to spend time equipping you as members of the body of Christ of what you must do and how you must prepare yourself prior to engaging those who are Jewish, prior to engaging those who fall within the category of black Hebrew Israelites so that you can be effective and that the word of God will be able to resonate and persist within their heart and their spirit. God bless you today. We ask that you would pray for us at Truth Matters, that the truth of God's word will ever reign prominent and central in our hearts and lives, that we'll be vigilant and bold, and that we will always stand for the truth of God's word. God bless you as you continue to pray for us. Amen.